We begin with breaking news for you. The E. Jean Carroll defamation trial was just adjourned for the entire day here in New York. CNN's chief legal affairs correspondent Paula Reed uh, is joining us now. Paula, what happened? Donald Trump is there. He is not in New Hampshire where uh, the primary is about to start in the next 24 hours. What's going on in court? All right, so I'm reading live updates from our colleagues there who are inside the courtroom, and they say that the judge sent home a juror who felt sick on their way to court this morning. So court is going to be adjourned for the day. Now, the judge also said that Alina Haba and one of her associates, that's former President Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, tested negative for COVID, but she tested because she said that she had dinner with her parents three days ago, and now they have COVID. Now, Haba also said she has a fever and isn't feeling well, but so far she has not tested po positive. Now, our reporter inside the court says she does not appear to be wearing a mask. She's also sitting right next to her client, uh, former President Trump. Now, the judge did give them an option to proceed with just eight jurors, but E. Jean Carroll's lawyers said that would be fine, but the Trump team said that they wanted an adjournment for the day. So it appears that there will be no testimony today. They are sending the jury home. And again, the big anticipation today was will former President Trump take the stand. Now, Sarah, this is a damages trial. It just relates to possible money that E. Jean Carroll could be paid for defamatory statements that Trump has made about her. So Trump's value, his utility as a witness is very narrow, and the judge has already put restrictions on what he would be able to say if he took the stand. Now, as we've seen, though, most of the rules that apply in this federal courtroom, uh, Trump just has not abided by. Uh, he has been disruptive while E. Jean Carroll was testifying. The judge uh, reprimanded him from that for that and then again reprimanded him the second time, suggesting that he could be thrown out of court. We've also seen his lawyer, Sarah, uh, Alina Haba, not following some of the basic rules of, of federal evidence. And again, getting into it with the judge once he says, look, that's not how you introduce a piece of evidence. They then sort of take these dramas that in many ways, Sarah, feel feel manufactured because these are the rules that apply to everyone in a federal courtroom, in a federal case. And then they go and they suggest that this entire process has been unfair. And look, intelligent minds have disagreed about whether they think Trump will take the stand here. But getting on the stand could provide another opportunity for him to reach voters uh, and engage in this routine, getting in disputes with the judge. So it's certainly not going to happen today because court is adjourned. It's unclear when court will be back in session because, again, there are some COVID concerns apparently inside this courtroom, as well as a juror who didn't feel well, though it's unspecified exactly what that juror was dealing with. Yeah, I just wanted to reiterate, you said that uh, his attorney, uh, her parents had COVID, tested positive. Yes. She has tested negative, but she has had a fever. And then you have a juror on top of that who was feeling ill. So the judge uh, decided that this was not the day to have court. We will be checking in with you and checking in often uh, to see what happens next. But for the day, uh, this case is over and adjourned. Uh, Paul Reed, thank you so much. John? Well, that's a twist. Joined now by former Manhattan prosecutor Jeremy Saland and CNN senior legal Let me start with you. You are one of the attorneys for Donald Trump. You are presented with the opportunity to have this go on today with a sick juror. You say no. Here's why. Uh, there are nine jurors on this jury. You need a unanimous verdict against you. In order to proceed today, they would be proceeding with less than nine jurors, with eight jurors, seven jurors, whatever, however many are sick you would take out. You have to have at least six in a civil case. If I'm Donald Trump, I want as many jurors as possible because more jurors means more people who could come back in my favor. If one person 
is in Trump's favor, you're not going to have a verdict. You're going to have a hung jury. And so if I'm Trump's lawyer just doing the math, more jurors, more chances for me to get a hung jury. So I would say, Your Honor, let's take the day off. Let's try to get everyone back healthy. We'll come back tomorrow. Uh, Jeremy, you know, how does it feel to be an attorney in a courtroom like this situation? You've got all week to plan. You've been, you know, typing up your notes, preparing your speech. All of a sudden, it's like, wah, wah. <laughs> it's deflating. But if they're prepared, which no doubt that they are, meaning Eugene King Carroll's attorneys, absolutely they're ready to go, whether it's today, tomorrow, or the next day. And they're preparing, sure not, that Trump is going to testify. Whether Trump testifies, we know it's certainly not happening today. I don't expect that he will, but crazier things have happened. We know Trump has said he will in the past, and he doesn't. We know Trump said that Mexico was going to pay for the wall, and they didn't. So Trump does and says things that do not come to fruition, and he will use, as Paul has said in the past and recently, this is his ability to share with his potential constituents and his primary voters, I've been wrong. Look at what's happening to me. Well, this was one of his final campaign stops Absolutely. before the New Hampshire primary tomorrow, and the possibility of him on the stand causing some kind of explosion hours before people showed up to vote yeah. You've got to believe that that may have been what they were after. Yeah, I mean, I think, look, I think we're clear on the fact that any effort by Donald Trump to testify in this case is largely, maybe entirely driven by politics. I mean, legally speaking, there's no reason for Donald Trump to take the stand. All he's allowed to testify about here is E. Jean Carroll's damages. What would Donald Trump know about what happened to E. Jean Carroll's reputation or career? I mean, it's almost entirely irrelevant, and the judge realizes that. That's why Judge Kaplan has said, I'm not going to prevent you from taking the stand, but if you do, there's very little you can testify about. So I think Donald Trump has been approaching this whole trial and to varying extents the other ones as a political opportunity. How active will Judge Kaplan be during Donald Trump's testimony? Well, we used this term before, tight leash, tight rope. There's no doubt that this is not Judge Ngoron, not to put down or insult Judge Ngoron, but this will be and is a different trial in a federal court. And I had expect unequivocally that that leash is going to be tight and short. Does that mean that, that Judge Kaplan would hold uh, Donald Trump in contempt summarily because he does something there right in front of the court? Maybe not, but there will be a warning or two, and if it continues, we could see something happen, whether that's a fine or, or something else. All right, Jeremy, Ellie, stand by for a second. Listen in, if you will. We're going to go back to Paula Reed, who's got some more information, more reporting of what's going on inside the courtroom. Paula. So, John, again, I'm reading updates from our colleagues who are inside the court because we have no cameras, so our colleagues are reporting live. They said that Trump's attorney, Alina Haba, just said that Trump does plan to testify but that he can't be in court tomorrow because of the New Hampshire primary. She said that he would testify Wednesday. Now, the judge said he's not going to decide uh, this right now, but something that we've seen previously in this case is that Judge Kaplan has not been willing to adjourn court or move things around because of Trump's schedule. We saw Alina Haba try this last week uh, with the funeral for Trump's mother-in-law last Thursday. Haba asked for an adjournment on that day so that Trump could attend the funeral and not miss a day of court, and the judge did not allow that. The judge said, look, you have a right to be represented here either by counsel or in person. No one's interfering with that. If you want to go to the funeral, go to the funeral, but I'm not going to move court around. Now, interestingly, Kaplan said to Haba, he said, circumstances may result in you getting what you asked for, maybe not. Now, it appears that he's hmm. suggesting that because they have a sick juror, they have people who have been exposed to COVID, it's possible that this whole thing might have to be delayed until Wednesday anyway. But what we've seen so far is that Kaplan has not been terribly accommodating of these scheduling requests. I will also note that Trump did not attend a single minute of the defamation and sex abuse case back in the spring. But now that we are in uh, the height of campaign season, he has been showing up quite a bit. Now, uh, we don't have any other uh, updates um, 
it looks like Trump and E. Jean Carroll are both leaving court right now, of course, after it was adjourned because the judge sent home a sick juror. All right, Paula Reed, that was a lot. Thank you <laughs> very much for that. Back with Jeremy Saland and Ellie Honig. So, Ellie, the judge saying, I'm not going to guarantee that you, if you want to testify, you don't have to do it tomorrow, even if the New Hampshire primary is tomorrow, but you might get what you want because there's a sick juror. Yeah, so judges do have a lot of discretion when it comes to scheduling and adjournments. And candidly, by the way, if there's a death in the family, most judges would adjourn for a party and say, go to the funeral, come back the next day. Judge Kaplan was not willing to do that last week because he said, you have the option. You're a party. It's a civil case. Criminal case, the defendant has to be there. But he said, civil case, you can choose to be here or not be here. But if you're testifying, you do have to be there physically, right? So it's a little bit of a different calculation here for Judge Kaplan. It sounds to me, based on what Paula said, that the judge, who I know I've appeared in front of a bunch of times, is leaning towards adjourning for tomorrow, given that we're talking about the defendant's ability to testify and potential just practical issues about who's sick with what. So that, I, I think, is the more likely scenario, but Judge Kaplan does not have to do that. But your day job, you wouldn't be able to get out of it if your day job were, you know, a janitor. Right. Donald Trump's day job right now is running for president. In theory, that shouldn't be enough to, to have them reschedule the court calendar. Anybody who says Donald Trump is being treated differently than another American citizen is absolutely correct, but likely for the wrong reason, meaning he's getting an advantage and a benefit that many of us would never even consider from a judge or receive. He is absolutely getting that wide range to do what he needs to do to pursue his politics in the presidential election. Uh, more so than any of us would ever have that opportunity. All right, Jeremy Saland, Ellie Hodick, thanks for being here for all this activity or non-activity. Really appreciate it.